For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. A little bit of a different intro today. We are working with a different audio device. So uh, so hopefully everybody can hear us. Everything is good to go. If you cannot, obviously you can jump into the chat and let us know what is going on in your world and tell us uh, what we're messing up. We'll say that. So, <laughs> uh, This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. And uh, and we've got a lot of football to discuss today because we are getting into the thick of the season. It looks like it is going to be a fantastic year. Uh, I'm I'm pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready to roll. It, this is – we actually get to talk football. Like, we don't have to talk about all the other stuff. Now, we will be talking about some of the other stuff. But we get to talk actual football today. We're going to preview some NFL teams. We're talking about the AFC North and the NFC North. We're going to talk about some opt-outs, and we're going to talk about guys getting waived and guys that are sitting out waiting for contracts and what the difference is. So we'll get into all of that. First things first, though, go over to winningcureseverything.com. That is all of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms. You can find everything about us over there, including all of these platforms where you can watch us live. Obviously, we are right here on the show, live right now. If you're watching, you already know. But you can find us on Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook it, pretty much every day, we'll say mostly Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This week, I think it's Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, it just depends on our SBR schedule. But if you want to see our college football content, for the most part, we will not even for the most part, almost all of it is going to yeah, be over. Say, at, <laughs> it's it's over at uh, sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF and on the SBR Picks or Sportsbook Review YouTube page. Uh, just go search for that or down in the bottom on the YouTube uh, description, you can find the link for it. You can click and all that. You can find us over there. Uh, we will be knocking that out every Monday for the opening line show. Every Tuesday afternoon is our pick show. Every Thursday, starting next week, we will have news, notes, questions, answers, all that kind of stuff. And then Saturday mornings, we will have uh, you know the closing line show, and we'll kind of answer any questions that you guys have leading into the games on Saturday. So... Lots of stuff that we will be digging into. We will be over there four days a week, and it's going to be a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. So, with that said, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive into today's topics. Oh, by the way, if you missed the live show, go over and get the podcast. Knock that thing out. You know, do yourself a favor. You, you don't want to miss a show, so you can knock out the podcast and leave a nice five-star review over at Apple Podcast when you get the opportunity. We would appreciate it. So, let's dive into topic number one here, and that would be... 
LSU uh, wide receiver Jamar Chase is opting out for the 2020 season. This came down yesterday afternoon. Was a massive, massive deal. Oh, by the way, anybody that wants to jump into the chat, you can do so on any of your platforms right there in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. You'll be able to get in right there. So go ahead and knock that out and, uh, and jump in. You can help drive the conversation. But Jamar Chase opts out, and then it, just a couple of hours after that, we find out that Memphis running back Kenneth Gainwell is opting out, and he was expected to be up for AAC Player of the Year. Yes, he had over 2,000 yards from scrimmage last year. Uh, Jamar Chase had a ton of receiving yards. What do you have, over 1,700, over 1,800 yeah. yards it, last I mean, year? he was the best receiver in football last year. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't even close. It, it was on the, it was, on the best offensive team that we've ever seen in history, that single season could go down as the greatest wide receiving season we've ever had. Yeah. To only get one of those, oh, it's a tough pill to swallow. Oh, it certainly is. I didn't is. take it well yesterday at all. Well, I will, I will say this. The reason I wanted to bring it up is because, one, we haven't had a chance to talk about it, and two, uh, there is a major difference in what kids are able to sit out for this season, right? We, we knew, obviously, some people are scared of the virus. Some people are scared of the pandemic. And on Kenneth Gainwell's side, he has lost four family members to COVID. So you That's can tough. totally understand that aspect of it. Jamar Chase on the other side... That's where it gets a little different, right? Jamar Chase hadn't been through anything like that, but he hit his high point in January. He, there was no reason for him to come back this season. And when you've got an opportunity in a very weird, messed up year to go ahead and sit this one out, go ahead and get your agent money, and just start working out that for the draft... I think that's it. I think finance, this was a financial decision. And he said that in his thing, basically. He said, I had to make the best decision for my family. You you say that when you're saying, I have to go make money. Yes. Okay. We and, and I'll tell you this. This is a time and place where he doesn't come from affluence. Okay. He doesn't have a, a, a family of means already. And coming to college and, and, and preparing yourself for, for a career, that's a good thing. I do think these guys get some money, and I don't think it's a couple of thousand dollars here or there. But that doesn't go a long way when you're trying to take care of family. And the agent money that they guys can fork out, they're basically loans on a guaranteed contract that you're going to get. It, it, it's life-changing. Yes. And, and that's a situation where I, I hate it. But I understand it's not even about he has nothing enough to prove. He has nothing. To, it's you got to take care of your family. We're all hurting right now in the world of COVID more than we are, have normally hurt. OK, not a lot of people are doing better today than they were this time last year. And so if your family is already struggling financially, anything's better than nothing. I, go get your money. Go get yourself taken care of. I respect it. I really, really, really hate it. Yeah, no, I, I can understand. I want it. to see this young man play because I think he is a star. Oh, I think he is too. I think he is too. Joseph Gomez jumps in on YouTube. He said, "If you know you're going to the combine, it's a lot safer financially to just sit." Yeah, it, well, it's, it's true. not even about financial. You're getting paid today. Yeah. There's an agent that's stroking your family. There's a really good chance, mid to upper six figures, maybe even seven figures, if they think you're guaranteed worth that. I agree. I agree. So uh, so we wanted to highlight that just a little bit to show, like, there are different reasons why kids are sitting out this year. And, and I don't expect this to be a trend going forward, anything like that. I think once... No, I think the ones that are doing it have already made up their mind. And I think yeah. he was just really struggling, and we got to, to the point of the season where it's just dick-cutting time. Are you in or are you out? Yeah, 
I, I mean, you need to figure out what you are going to do, and and this is this is what he decided to do. So with that said, uh, up Mark One jumps in. He said, "What's up, guys? What is up, Mark?" Uh, again, everybody that wants to jump into the chat, you can do so. Any platform, it populates right there on the screen for you. You will be able to see it. Uh, for those that want to ask questions on uh, the podcast thing, you can review the podcast and leave questions over there. We will answer those as well. Let's dive into uh, into this next topic, and we're going to talk about some NFL players before we get into our previews. And that would be Leonard Fournette got waived. Now, and I kind of want to juxtapose, uh, juxtapose these. Good gracious. That's a, <laughs> you would think I was smart if I didn't open my mouth, right? Um, I want to juxtapose these two things. One is Alvin Kamara sitting out for the Saints. He has sat out the last three days of practice waiting for a new contract. And then you've got on the other side, Leonard Fournette, former first-round draft pick, former top-five draft pick, who has been cut by the Jaguars. They could not find a trade partner. They could not get a single draft pick for this guy. Nothing. Kind of crazy to think about, considering what he was coming in and then what he ended up being on the way out, right? And and it's not like he's been bad. I mean, he he rushed for, or he had like 1,500 yards from scrimmage, yeah. you know, it, he's not worthless, but I think leagues are finding out running backs just aren't worth that much, man. They're not. They're yeah, everybody's already not. got one. Why? Why give up an asset? Yeah, I mean that's that's the point, right? It, it, is he going to make your team any better? And and it's not that he's done anything crazy bad there. Yeah, he he. It, there were some locker room problems. Nothing crazy. Um, and he also had some. Uh, you know, there were there were other issues here and there. Like he had injury issues and whatever, but. You know, last year he was healthy. He was fine. He was a good was running good. back. And he was good. But but was he was he worth $4 million that they're going to well, owe him this year? And that's okay. where... He's 100% worth $4 million. $4 million is chump change in, in, in for these salary caps. Okay, there aren't a whole lot of running backs working for less than $4 million. All right? So it ain't the money that kept people away. I think people are set pat on their team. And now the Jaguars doing this is dirty pool because... It's hard. Nobody needs a running back. Yeah. And and that's the problem is everybody's already got them. They've already been through this weird-ass camp. Bringing a new guy in today when you don't have the need is tough. It's a tough sell to the locker room because you want to support the guys that you've already got, and everybody kind of likes the team that they've got. Because you've got the same problem with Devonta Freeman sitting out there still as a free agent. Healthy, no issues, no problems, and nobody will go pick him up. Why? Because why – why bring a new cog into the into the wheel right now when everything seems to be going good? Now, give this week four, guys will start getting hurt, and him and and Devontae will find a job quickly. Yes, I, I think you are correct. Now let's let's take that and let's talk about on the other side. That would be Alvin Kamara, who Alvin is Kamara is not a regular running back. Agreed. Agreed. So I'm I'm curious. What this means for the Saints, what it means for the Jags. I, I mean, are we, are we firmly in the trenches with the Jags are tanking for yes. this next year? That's that's the decision they've made. They are they are they don't need they don't need Leonard because Leonard helps them win games, and I think they're going the opposite way of that. I, I we haven't see that. seen many NFL teams actually openly tank. Um, I, I think we're gonna see that here in Jacksonville. I'll be shocked if they're really trying hard to win games. All right, now, back to Kamara. Um, do you think that they get a deal done? 
Do you think that they get? I this have no out? idea. I'm tired of trying to predict NFL contracts and what what guys think they're worth it. I love Alvin. I think Alvin is an elite player, so much more than just a running back. In today's football, there are running backs like Leonard Fournette. Okay, and then there are running backs like Alvin Kamara. Those guys are absolutely worth their weight in salt. All right, they they just are. They they bring value to the team so much more than running the football. The problem is. Are teams willing to take them and pay them what they think what their actual worth is because they've got that RB next to their name? If they yeah. had a WR next to it, it'd be fine. Well, and that's the thing. I, guys like Kamara, guys like uh, Christian McCaffrey, whatever, they are 100% like utility players, right? Well, yeah, They're Josh not, Jacobs is the same way. Yeah. I, everybody assumes that Clyde's going to be that same way. Like That's the wave of the future for running backs. Because, A, I think those careers can last a lot longer. They're better investments because this engine can run for, for five to, to eight years because they're getting hit in open field, not squared up running through uh, the tackles. They're, they're not getting tackled by linemen and linebackers as much. They're getting tackled by DBs, and while those guys still hit, when they fall on you, they don't crush organs. This is true. This is true. Joseph Gomez jumps in. He said, Sadly, the Jags issue is partly due to Tom Coughlin's poor management. Oh, uh, yeah. No free agent wants to sign with the team. If you have absentee owners, it will eventually show through the team. Well, I, I, Tom Coughlin is gone. It's going to take them making some big deal moves. Uh, there's a couple of guys out there that I would give a call to to bring in as a GM and team president to, to revamp that. And I would very much, yeah, they got to get the, the owner's son away too. That guy seems to be an asshole that wants to stick his nose in business. Um, but, but you're exactly right. They that team has has some stink on that they got to find a way to get off. Yes, they they got to figure that out. Um, but we'll you know we're not going to spend a lot of time talking on the Jags. We, we can go ahead and hop off of that. Let's dive into our previews. You know we've been kind of setting this up for a while. We wanted to see how things were going to shape out. But let's dive into the AFC North, and we will start things off with the Baltimore Ravens. Last year went fourteen and two. Win total is set right now at 11.5 games. Over at Bet Online, it is plus 120 for the over and minus 150 for the under. So they think it is much more likely that they will go under 12 wins as opposed to over 11.5. Uh, to win the division, you can find different odds all over the place as it sits right now. To win the division, they are minus 180. So a sizable favorite here. Uh, earlier this summer, they were as high as like minus 300 to win this division. And that has come back down quite a bit. Um, John Harbaugh is in his 13th season. Let's go through some of the stats from last year. Offensive yards per play, they were number three, 6.1 yards per play. Defensive yards per play, they gave up 5.2. They were number 11 in the league. Turnover margin, they were number nine. That is just as big a thing as yards per play for either side. Plus .4 turnovers per game. That is definitely good. Number nine in the league. Um, this is all Lamar Jackson. I mean, it just is. They they lost Hayden Hurst, which isn't that big of a deal because they still got Mark Andrews. Um, you know, they they drafted J.K. Dobbins, and I think that that offense is still going to continue rolling. Remember, we Hollywood Brown, we didn't even see the best of him last year. I mean, he is moving into his second year. He's going to understand the offense a lot yep. better. I, I think he's he's not going to be as injured because he came in injured last year. So I, I think that's a, a step in the right direction. And then the defense, you know, they brought in uh, Patrick Queen. They brought in Calais Campbell. And... You know, I, I think they could feasibly, from all the talk that we've heard, they could actually be better without Earl Thomas. So yes. I, 
I really like this team. Um, and, and you know, you, I, I've been the, the doubter of Lamar Jackson. And I, I still kind of am because I think that teams and defenses will be able to catch up with him eventually. I don't think it's this year. I'll go ahead and tell you my prediction on it. I've got him 12-4 and four this year, and I've got him winning the division. Like, I think this is an incredibly well-built team. Um, and the Ravens do this over and over again. I mean, John Harbaugh is a hell of a coach. Hell of a coach. Yep. What do you got? I love this team. I am the opposite of you on Lamar. I was waving the flag from his freshman year at Louisville when I saw this kid was elite, and I said, whoever takes him, he's going to change their franchise forever. I wanted my pats to take him so badly, and uh, they were too afraid to pull that trigger. The nemesis Baltimore Ravens come in. They take him, and my heart melts completely, and now I'm just I'm all in on, on Baltimore and Lamar's success. I think this guy's elite. We have not seen anything yet from what this offense can do. You think they can figure it out? It's going to look so different this year than it did last year. They've never had, they haven't had a running back. I know you like your boy, Mark Inger. All right. He's old as hell. He's good at the goal line. That's about it. All right. Yeah. They bring in uh, Dobbins. That's going to add electricity to that backfield that they haven't had to pair with him and then to take a lot of the, the, the heat off of Mark Lamar. But then also, we are going to see Hollywood Brown cook this year. If you're in a fantasy league, he is he is so undervalued, it's not funny. Just grab him. Whatever you have to do, whatever the auction price is, just pay it. I promise you he's going to outperform any drafts. Just one, two rounds early, that's fine. He's going to outperform all of that. Watch him. He's going to be electric. His offense is going to fly. I don't think the defense is going backwards at all. John Harbaugh is just a mastermind at defense, and and he's got a, an elite team of players. I got him thirteen and three. I really want it to be fourteen and two. I think the NFL is just too bad, too hard. It's too easy to just slip up and let somebody catch you. Last year they lost the game to the Browns. They played the Browns ten times last year. They, they beat the Browns nine of those. That one time they finally got them. It, it just Cleveland was just just reeling off four losses in a row and were desperate and and the Ravens were kind of flying high and came down to earth a little bit. 13 and 3, I think they win the division. I don't think it's close. And I and I yeah. like this division. I think the teams in this division are going to all be improved from what they were last year for yes. the most part. I I still think they run away with it. Yeah, I think I think you might be right about that. You might be right. Let's move on and with this one we will dive into the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and, you know, obviously it's all Joe Burrow here. Went 2-14 and 14 last year. Had the number one pick. Their win total right now is set at 5.5. Uh, to go over is minus 140, so they expect, you know, 6 as opposed to 5 here. Uh, but the under is plus 110. To win the division, plus 1,600. So that ain't going to happen this year. There's just not enough on this roster uh, for them to be able to do that right now, especially with the other teams that are in the division. Uh, head coach Zach Taylor in his second season, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with him. I'm, you know, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious because he's one of those guys that was hired just because he at one point shook hands with Sean McVay. That's right. So you know, we'll he see has what no he's credentials got. Credentials whatsoever. He was just friends with Sean. Uh, as it stands, last year the stats were not good. Offensive yards per play, they were number twenty eight in the league. 4.9 yards per play. Defensive yards per play, they were number 31 at 6.1 yards per play given up. And turnover margin, they were number 29, so they weren't any better on that part. They gave up .9 turnovers per game. It's not good. Not good. Now, they do have 
Burrow, AJ Green, and Joe Mixon. And there ain't a whole lot behind those. But those are that's that's a foundation Ooh. that you can build on. I think Tyler Boyd's gonna want to have a word with you. Eh, and, and T. Higgins, I think, can uh but again yes, we, we ain't even talking about him. Yeah. But I, I believe Tyler Boyd will want to have a word with you. Okay, okay, that's totally fine. Totally fine. Uh Joseph Gomez jumped in by the way. He said, Don't forget the Vikings traded for uh Injoku in Indajuku. How do you say that? In, his name is Njoku. And it I is didn't Njoku. Know that, that trade happened. Uh, yeah, no, it, it did happen uh, in exchange for a second rounder and a potential 3-4 uh, Jags are wholesaling everybody. And uh, in Baltimore gets their number one tight end back in Andrews. Yeah, I said that. Um, Joseph said, don't be surprised if Mixon carries the Bengals better than Saquon carries the Giants. 100%. I, I think that could be totally fair. Mixon is a hell of a player. It, what do you it got was never, uh, I have got these guys. Well, hold on. Uh, they revamped their defense. Have you seen all the guys they brought in? Yes. Uh, so this Von is a completely Bell, different team than last year. This is not yeah. just Joe Burrow added to this team and everything else is moot. Okay. Ah, uh, here it is. DFS Bachelor comes in. It's it's Yannick Njokwe. That's it. Oh, I thought <laughs> you were talking about David Njoku. No, David Njoku no, 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 no. He's a guy for Cleveland as a tight end and he's trying to get traded. Yes, no, no, no. He was we were talking about the uh the Minnesota. I was about to say trade. I did yeah. not know that happened at all. Yeah, Minnesota in uh, in the Jaguars. So oh, this was yeah. dating back to the the Fournette talk. I'm not um that. So, uh, so they brought in Von Bell. They brought in uh, Trey Waynes. They brought in DJ Reader. Defense, not completely revamped, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, that's it's pretty revamped. That's pretty. I, that's a lot. That's a lot of keep. All those guys they brought in are a lot better than the guys that they'll be replacing. Yes. Now that, their that, schedule that helps because they were so bad last year. Obviously, the schedule sets up a lot better for them this season. Right. However, I think with a rookie quarterback, I think it's going to take just a little bit of time. I've got them improving. But I still got them going under. I've got them five and eleven. Um, but I, I think I mean there's a strong shot they could win six, seven games here just because of the way that the schedule sets up. So yep. yeah, I, I I've got them five and eleven. Well, how uh, how do you feel? I got them eight and eight. I think this Ooh. team is going to be good. I think okay. they're going to be a much much improved, much improved. That is not all just Joe Burrow. I think Joe Mixon's going to show the league he's elite. All right? well, and, and you get AJ Green back healthy, and so uh, long as he can stay healthy, we, we're about to get there. Okay, AJ Green is still a professional wide receiver. And guess what? Yes, he's been hurt. He didn't have the miles on his legs. His legs are fresh, and that dude looks great in camp. I know everybody looks great in camp. Tyler Boyd has has been connecting with Joe Burrow in, in camp all the last couple of weeks. I think he is going to break out this year. That offense is going to look way different. They're only going to go as far as Zach's going to take them, all right? Yeah. And that's the problem. We had the we we got a Freddie Kitchen situation here. On do you have a team that is poised and ready to play with the dudes on the field? But I got a moron calling plays. I don't know the answer to that question yet because Me he he was stifled. I can't really judge him from last year because that team was trash last year. Okay, <laughs> so that's not his fault. All right, that was a team that was trying to tank. Okay, and 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 so that's not all on him. We will see what what he really is worth because I do think that defense is going to be better. I think they I don't think this team is just gonna get beat by everybody who's better than them. I think I think they are they're gonna find ways to win games because there are just too many guys on this team. That offensive line was trash last year. That offensive line's gonna be pretty good this year. Okay. Hey, you you they might be right. And they got some bot. It's a guy. This this team doesn't look anything like last year's team. Isn't it like strange it. that it's the Bengals that are actually maybe doing a pretty good job rebuilding an offense or rebuilding a, a roster? Well, we're, I mean, we're, yeah, we're going to get to the other teams. I, listen, I, I, 
These are not your, your mama and daddy's Ohio teams, okay? Now, you got that right. Cleveland and Cincinnati are getting out of the cellar. Uh, let's see. Uh, DFS, ba- uh, DFS Bachelor, our buddy Kyle from SBR, yeah. yes, jumps in. He said, great job, fellas. Uh, he said D from uh, from Jacksonville is who we were talking about. So, uh, yeah, no, he's. I'm glad he's watching, man. I'm glad uh, those guys we do a fantastic it. job. You need yep. to go and check out the NFL show over there. He and Donnie do a fantastic job on sportsbookreview.com. So go on and check that out. Uh, moving on, let's dive into the Cleveland Browns. And this is, uh, this is one of Chris's teams here. It's my boys. Um, it's my boys. Kevin Stefanski in his first season. Uh, they went 6-10 and 10 last year under Freddie Kitchens. That was not great. Their win total is set right now at 8.5. To go over is minus 125. To go under is minus 105. To win the division, they are plus 450. Um, look, let's let's dive through some of these stats. Number 14 in offensive yards per play, that 5.6. Number 20 in defensive yards per play, 5.7. Turnover margin was number 26 at negative 0.5. So they gave up half a turnover every single game. Um, if you look at what this team's offense is built like, and you look back at what Kevin Stefanski did with the Vikings, you got... Two, you know, talented tight ends, and, and the Vikings ran 43% two tight end personnel on the field. So that's that's quite a bit. I, do, th- I it, do think the reason they've not traded in Joku is because they are trying to convince him you're going to be on the field. Yeah, you are going, going to play. To play. Yeah. We did not bring Hooper in to take your place. Uh, and on top of that, Nick Chubb can be, I mean, he was second in the NFL in rushing last year. Yes, sir. And he can be to this offense, what Dalvin Cook was to the Vikings last year. I think he's, I think he's better than yeah. Cook. Um, now, the question that we have here, obviously, uh, now one, the offensive line I think is going to be improved from last season. They bring they in Jedrick Wills. They went yeah. and got some big uglies as well. And then they brought in Jack Conklin. So that's a you know, pretty big signing for them. Uh, the question is, can Baker improve? Now, the offensive line is a big part of that. But I think with Baker Mayfield, if you can get him to improve just a little bit, get him to quit throwing the ball to the wrong colored shirt, then you got a chance to be really good. The defense, I mean, they got talent on defense, we, this te- but we know this it's, team is loaded. it's Miles Garrett. Like, it, that's, that's the dude. That is the guy. And so, yes, sir. you know, we, uh, we shall see uh, what happens here. Now, I, 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 I kind of bought into the hype last year. I had them 9-7, and seven, but I was still kind of iffy. I'm still a little bit iffy right now. Uh, Joseph Gomez jumps in and said, "Will Baker hand the ball off enough?" Is my only question, or will Odell force him to pass over the, uh, force him to overpass the ball? Uh, Odell's not forcing him to do anything. Yeah. Odell has been a model citizen since in Cleveland. Yeah, I think he's been fine. Get off my guy. <laughs> I've got him. Get eight off and my eight. guy right now. I've I've got him at eight and eight this year. We'll um, take this. And I, like, I could see them. Uh, <laughs> Monster X Gaming said I chose Fournette in fantasy yesterday, and yeah. Yeah, that stings. That stings. Um, I've got them eight and eight. I, you know, I'm I'm iffy because I think that they can be really, really good. But I've seen this over and over from this Browns team, and I just I'm scared of getting bit again. So I'm I'm rolling eight and eight right now. I think they can be improved, uh, but this is a two game improvement, and the schedule sets up okay. It's not awful. You know, there's still some pretty tough games on there, but. Uh, they're going to be so much more improved than 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 just two games. It's not even funny. Okay. The schedule last year was the single hardest schedule in the NFL. wasn't even close. Um, this team, this is this is the post hype team that you need to get on. They were. We do this all the time. We hype up a team. We hype them up way before they're justifiably should be hyped up, and and we get let down. 
listen, they dropped a 10,000 pound weight when they shot Freddie Kitchens in the head and drug his dead ass outside. Okay. That guy, that guy had no business. And, and that, listen, shame on the organization for giving him the job. Okay. I, I questioned it when it happened. I said, he's my guy. I'm going to support him. We were two games into this thing. I'm sitting in Cleveland for game four. What I tell you, this oh, guy's yeah. done. This guy's got no chance. He's the worst quarterback. He's the worst coach I've ever seen in my life. In my life of all the years coaching, we've never had a coach be this bad. I called it in game four. I saw it by game two. I said, all my Cleveland friends, you got to give him time. We don't have time. This team is loaded. This is yeah. the NFL. You don't get four or five years to rebuild because by the time that happens, all the guys on your team aren't even there anymore. Well, I mean, okay? you see what Jacksonville looks like right yeah. now. I Look mean, it's just ridiculous. They were, they were minutes away from playing in the Super Bowl, and now that team is dust. All right. Yeah. So, uh, hey, so let me let me, me tell you what Kyle said here. By the way, he said a few injuries to the secondary in camp this week. The losses of Randall and Burnett are those concerning, and the secondary was great, but they couldn't stop the run last year. He said they do have the fourth easiest schedule on paper this year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Miles Garrett will be the defensive MVP. That guy is a monster. Have you bet on this guy for for defensive MVP every single? No, just last year and this okay. year. Okay. Okay. It felt just like it's years. been the last three years. Just two years. And, and doing his rookie year, I bet on defense rookie year. Just two years. Okay. <laughs> and he's a monster. You got a he better is. bet for me? No, you absolutely not. Bet. You're going to lay all that juice and, 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 and pay the high price for, for Aaron Donald? Be my guest. Knock yourself out. I might take Khalil Mack. No, sir. Uh, I might. Hey, they bring in Robert Quinn. That kind of opens things up. Got him some anyway, We'll no, talk about the Bears done. in a little bit. We're done. We're done. Listen. <laughs> This team's going ten and six. Last year, I had them going like fourteen and two. Like I bought into the hype and I bought in big. I love my team. I love this team. And finally, they're not a doormat. And I got a little overzealous. I got a little outside of my skis. It's a dude that doesn't get hit on by a lot of girls. And one girl gave him attention, and I was just like, "All in, I'm in." I'm, I just I fell in love quick, and then immediately I was like, "This is a toxic relationship. I need to get out. I need to get Where's out of the this door." But I got out. I got out. I didn't hate on the team, but I publicly called it like I saw it. I said, this has got to change. This organization has to change. Now, I will tell you this. This is the reason they won't be a dumpster fire, okay? Because Stefanski knows, and this front office knows, we got to win. We got to win now. We can't dick around, all right? They're not going to fuck around with Baker, okay? If Baker is still the Baker from last year and not the Baker from his rookie year, let me tell you what's going to happen. They brought in Case Keenum, who is Stefanski's boy, Stefanski took Case Keenum to an NFC championship game. All right. I'm I'm telling you, I think he will hook Baker and I think he'll hook him fast if it's not going. And he will trust this team with a professional grown up at quarterback. All right. Yes. Now I'd love for Baker to be an adult this year. Last year he was a child. Okay. I'd love for him to be an adult. If he becomes an adult and he works at his craft, he's gonna be really good. He's got a lot more talent than Case ever had. The problem is, is we don't need all-world quarterback right now, okay? We need somebody to lead this team. you got playmakers. Get them the damn ball. Learn to read a defense and stop being an idiot. Get your head out of your ass. You don't have Freddie Soup Kitchens over on the sidelines keeping you held down and, and, and calling just crazy-ass plays that don't make sense and not, not releasing the reins and just having too much pride. To just We're just taking this ship all the way down, okay? You don't have that anymore. You got an adult in the room in Stefanski. You got an adult in the room in the quarterback room with you with Case. Just, just be be the playmaker you can be. 
and and they're going to be just fine. This defense is going to be so much better because Baker, I trust them to not turn the ball over more. I do think Chubb has a chance to be the rushing leader this year. Oh, yes. I mean, he had a chance to do it last year. I mean, if it he wasn't had a chance for Derrick to do it Henry, last yeah. year, and that, yeah, and that was with a team that couldn't throw the football. I yeah, mean, with no, the, with the not they were stacking the box on him. Well, and, and with a not very good offensive line. I mean, he. Oh yeah, with well, terrible yeah. offensive line, not just not good. They were they were they were probably in late twenties, maybe thirtieth worst. Yeah, they were they were not good. They were not good. Let's uh, let's dive into the comments real quick. Uh, Kyle said Mike McCarthy slightly worse, and then uh, Joseph Gomez said McCarthy has a ring though. Uh, no chance McCarthy's worse than Freddie Kitchens. There's nobody in the world. We've had the worst quarterback to ever start 16 games in the history of the league, and that is Kaiser Sose, uh, uh, Deshaun Kaiser, all right? And then we had the worst quarterback, to uh, the head coach, to ever be able to coach 16 games, one full calendar season, the worst in history, and you're talking like four years, three years apart, something like that? Yeah. That's terrible. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, DFS Bachelor said, uh, Garrett is my pick for hardcore champion. Will Garrett channel his inner Mick Foley? Um, <laughs> Mark jumped in on your comment. He said, girls, girls, girls. Um, Joseph Gomez said, if you see a sock puppet, run DFS. And, uh, and then Kyle, of course, jumps in. Chris on fire. I love it. And Mark said, Chris, you got to watch them girls. So <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking. What are you talking about? What is the That's girls' a, thing? That, because something? you brought up a, a girl giving you attention for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That happens. Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> listen. I don't know. You guys must not have been weird, goofy dudes going through high school and college. <laughs> I was. I, and, and guess yeah. what? Amazingly, none of the girls want anything to do with me. There you go. The shock. Well, but now, I mean, you've been married what? Ten years? I mean, you, eleven. Eleven Maybe years. Twelve. So. Hey, God, I, I should I should know that. I, I might venture to say that you are happier the than uh, the majority of them. Hey, that's all you need. Just remember the Listen, date. I got a good job. I'm a catch now. Listen, yeah. Everybody, everybody looks like shit when you get older. <laughs> got a good job. I'm stable. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move into uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And good gracious, we we spent ten minutes on the Browns. That's what I'm talking about. This this is a team that that I I got. Everybody is hyping this team because Ben's back. I I don't. I'm not you hyping them. numbers from last year, Gary. They're they're all mythological. They're all fictional. They're all they're all fantasy. None of them well, matter. The, because yeah, the whole thing was real. the whole thing was crazy. Well, I mean, let's dive into some of those stats real quick. Uh, they they went eight and eight last year. Um, went six and two down the stretch. You know, obviously you start out two and six. That's kind of a death nail. But they, I mean, they had a shot there at the end, uh, and that is with having the number thirty yards per play offense in the NFL last year. That I have no good. idea how they were 30. I don't know how they were not DFL. dead last. Uh, yeah, yeah, who I knows? Well, I prob- know. probably because of the the first two games that Big Ben actually played, I guess. I mean, No, he, they were terrible in those I know, games. They I didn't know. score a point against the, the Patriots. No, you're right. I don't know, man. Um <laughs> Joseph said she ain't the only one with one of them things. That's that. <laughs> he said not that my line. That's is is that, the lie. That's somebody that has been watching us for a little while. That's what I'm hey, talking about. Hey, listen, that's the best advice I was ever given as a young man. Yep, yep, you're right. All right, so Tomlin entering his 14th season. Again, they went number 30 in offensive yards per play last year, 4.7 yards per play. I mean, that is just atrocious. Uh, defensive yards per play, they were number three in the NFL last year, and that is how you get to 8-8 eight and eight if you ain't got an <laughs> that's offense. That's the only way you yeah. do it. Uh, so the, also, the exact same is – 4.7 yards per play on defense, 4.7 yards per play on offense. Turnover margin. They also, miraculously, because we saw how many interceptions, we saw the turnovers uh, from Duck Hodges and uh, and whoever else, right? Mason Rudolph. T- 
Turnover margin number six in the NFL last year. They gained half a turnover every week. Now, that was partly because of Minka Fitzpatrick coming in because of all the sacks that they got, all the turnovers that they that they forced on defense. Um, look, after last year, they, they got to have Roethlisberger healthy. That quarterback room is a disaster behind him. You got Mason Rudolph, you got Doug Hodges, and, and you got Paxton Lynch back there somewhere, just hiding in a janitor closet somewhere. Um, you got plenty of weapons, and hopefully you're going to have James Conner healthy this season. Juju Smith-Schuster, you know, if you got ben Ro- if you got somebody that can get him the ball, then he's going to be effective. But without Roethlisberger, he was nothing last year. His stats were atrocious. Um, on defense, sacks in abundance. Look, you got T.J. Watt, you got Dupree, you got Hayward, and Minka Fitzpatrick coming in from the Dolphins was an absolute perfect fit at that safety spot in Tomlin's defense. I mean, just perfect fit. You know, I, I don't think that they're going to lose a whole lot on defense. Uh, they've got 10 starters coming back, pretty damn good, and they got 10 starters coming back on offense. That includes Ben Roethlisberger coming back. So, you know, I've got them improving this year. I've got them going 10-6. and six. Uh, They are not going to be quite up to what the Ravens are. And, you know, we'll see. I could see the Browns, you know, taking over that second spot in this division. But uh, but I like the Steelers. You know, I, that's that's my that's my team. That's my thing. I'm a little biased, but I think 10-6 is reasonable. So I got that flipped and reversed. I've got them 6-10. and 10. I, I am worried about – people think Ben is the savior. Listen, the last, last end of the year before that with Ben and the start of last year with Ben, Ben has lost – a lot on his fastball. Okay. Ben cannot make a lot of throws. Ben is a problem. Ben turns the ball over a lot. Ben holds the ball a long time and Ben is going to get hurt again because he's just going to keep getting hit. And the defenses they're playing are just getting better and better and better. The reason I think they regress is because I think their division is better. They got to beat up on the Bengals that were a doormat and they got to beat up on, on the Browns that were a doormat and they got to, uh, you know, usually split with the Ravens. I don't know that many people split with the Ravens anymore. Okay, so I can hope they can get one of those Ws, but but it'll be tough. And and I I think the Browns and the Bengals are done being doormats. Not saying that they're going to sweep the Bengals. Steelers are still going to win games, but their schedule is not tough, not easy either. Agreed. And 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 I I I don't worry about the defense. I think the defense is good, but at some point in time, I do think that defense is going to get fatigued. Can't be on the field as long as they've been on the field. Um, problem with Juju. I, now, I was all in on Juju last year before the season started. All in on him. Here's the issue. It's easy to blame the fact that they had a bad quarterback. How many great receivers have played with shitty quarterbacks? Because I remember Deshaun Hopkins and, uh, uh, yeah, Hopkins um, at, at the Texans before Wat- Watson got there. Oh, yeah. And it was – it was a train wreck for a long time, and he was still one of, if not the best, receiver in the game. Okay, we have seen many. Larry Fitzgerald was elite after Carson Ballmer left, and it was just nightmare after nightmare after nightmare of dudes that nobody remembers. Okay, you can be a great receiver with a shit quarterback. I've seen it happen a lot, actually. The problem is, is the fact that Juju just couldn't find a way to get open. They couldn't, they couldn't get him the ball. Some of that's on the quarterbacks. Yes, he's going to regress some. He shouldn't have fell into nothing. All right. Yeah. He regressed. You're right. Worthless. You that, are. That, those are red flags that, that actually scare me. 
I think Connor's the most important player in this offense, not Ben and not Juju. Yep. And and we're we're asking a guy that that has had injury problems in the past to stay healthy in a game in which the whole thing rides on him. Uh, Joseph Gomez, story. by the way, jumped in and said Connor in a contract year, I would expect a good year. I would hope so, but the problem is, is can he stay on the field? Because yeah. I'm going to tell you this, you don't think all those defenses know stop Connor, you win the game? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's a big part. I, I'll say because this. Because they big... got film on Big Ben, and we're not talking about four years ago Big Ben. We're talking about last year and the year before Big Ben. Before he got hurt, he was not good. The, uh, the year before that, he wasn't great. The tight end that they brought in, Eric Ebron, I think he's uh, I think he's going to be a pretty good signing for him. Um, Mark said Ben got Claypool. Claypool should help. And uh, and I didn't go through this. Their win total, by the way, nine and a half to go over nine uh, is plus one ten. To go under is minus one forty. So they expect nine and seven as opposed to ten and six. And to win the division, Bet Online has got them at plus three fifty. Uh, DFS Bachelor jumps in. He said Steelers plus three forty to win the division is the best value on the board in terms of futures. Uh, and he said Seven the crap five. that my he I'll said, take that bet. I'll take any number you want. Just I'll send you my Venmo when we're done. He said the crap my dog took this morning is better than Duck Hodges and Randolph. <laughs> okay. That's that's fine. I'll take I'll take all Steeler over actions you want to give me. Because yeah. I just don't I don't I I I think Vegas is telling you. They're they're ter- they want people to take that over. They want please bet ten games. I mean, maybe so. Maybe so. Uh, he also because jumps in. giving you positive odds for taking the over, and they're giving you big negative odds for taking the under. Yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson was very solid. Connor Snell Jr. and the kid from Maryland make this running game a lot better. Um, <laughs> DFS, DFS said, I love it. I love it. All of them. <laughs> all right. Let's dive into the NFC North now. Uh, let me write down my times here so I can chop this thing up here in just a little bit. Um, NFC North. We're going to fire things off. With the Chicago Bears. Went 8-8 and eight last year. Matt Nagy in his third season. And who? Uh, win total is set at 8.5 to go over. 8.5 is plus 160. I think they're telling you something with that as well. Uh, to go under is minus 200. I mean, there's a chasm of difference between those two. To win the division, they are plus 500. And I'll give you a little little wink there. That is the worst odds at Bet Online. They've got the worst odds to win the division. So it doesn't surprise me. Uh, offensive yards per play last year. Uh, this is one of the teams that was even worse than the Steelers. Number thirty-one in yards per play, and and it was rounded to four point seven, but it was a little below that. Um, defensive yards per play, however, they were number six, and they only gave up five point one yards per play. Turnover margin number seventeen. They were dead equal right across the board. Uh, you know, no gain, no negative, no nothing, and. You know, the camp rumors that Trubisky has actually looked pretty good, um, I I don't know if that is if that is the GM, you know, Ryan Pace, who we like to uh, crap on quite trying, a bit. Trying to save his job. Trying to save his job. But I, I, I will tell you this. They they do have some weapons. You know, they, they bring in Jimmy Graham. They bring in uh, – they, they've got guys. You know, Burns and Robinson. Alan Robinson's and, good. They, uh, uh, Anthony Miller's Anthony Miller, good. yep. And, and oh, Montgomery is supposed to be healthy. You know, we'll see. I, obviously, yeah, I think he got carted off or something like that last week, So, we, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, they got weapons. They got guys. They shouldn't be as bad as they are on offense, especially with a guy that learned under Andy Reid, right? I This looks like a situation that Nick Foles was absolutely built for, and you bring in a guy that you owe $50 million to, you know, I think he's going to win the job. Like I, I, I think Trubisky is on the way out, and – you know, if you're the GM, 
it doesn't matter. Just make if you start winning games, you're likely not going to get fired. Like period. That's the way it goes. So uh, for the defense, I think obviously we still love Khalil Mack, but he had the lowest sack rate that he has had since his rookie season last year. He only got eight and a half. He's ever had, and and that is because there was nowhere for him to have space. Right? Uh, They they had injuries on that line. He couldn't get around. He was dealing with double teams basically all season. They bring in Robert Quinn. I think that's going to open things up a little bit for him. I think you will see an improvement on that eight-and-a-half sack rate. Um, I think the defense will be a little bit better. I think Nick Foles will actually be improved in that offense. You know, however, I don't think it's going to show in uh, in their record. Like, I, I think the other teams in this division are just as strong and whatnot as they are. Uh, I've got them seven and nine. I just – I don't I don't like them enough to give them a winning record. I – I don't think that I, I think they're going to be okay. I don't think they're going to be the dregs. No, I think the defense is still going to be good. I don't think anybody in this division is going to be the dregs. Yeah, so I, I think I, it's going to be a super competitive division. Exactly, which is why I've got them at seven and nine. And so I I, I don't like them to make the playoffs, but I do like them to be able to uh, to ruin some team seasons. Yeah, so I've got them nine and seven. I, I think they're going to be a little improved because Foles just has to be better than Trubisky. If Mitchell is the 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 starting quarterback, I, I don't I don't have a lot of thought because I don't even know what to do with that. Okay. I don't know how you evaluate anybody if you've got two years of film on this guy and you think one weird ass training camp because of COVID is going to convince you that Mitchell is still the guy. Okay. I don't care how bad Foles is. It doesn't matter. He's not as bad as Mitchell Trubisky. Agree. That guy can't play. All right. So um I think they're going to be better. Roquan Smith is coming into his own. It's, he's going to be his third year leading that defense, and uh, and I think that's going to help open things up. Um, he's he's improved. Got to stay healthy, and and I think him and Mac are, are going to be just fine. I think that defense is going to be remarkably better than they were last year. Okay, but a lot of that is I'm trusting Foles to be the quarterback them to not go three and out over and over and over again, and the, the defense to not be on the field so much. So the difference of this team as opposed to the Steelers is, is they don't have the opportunity to play less defense. They have to play a lot of defense because they don't have a strong running game, even as good as Montgomery was. That they, they just didn't – the way they play offense, they don't run the football enough to control the clock, move the chains, and even if they don't score – to not just just to eat clock and let your defense get a rest. That's just not how they've been playing, and they got to figure that out if they can't move the ball. I think Foles can move the ball for them. I think they got enough weapons. I think they're going to be good, not great. Um, I I think the most important thing here is some somebody has to fire Ryan Pace. I don't know who that is, <laughs> but somebody I'll do it if they want somebody to do it. I'll you don't have to pay my room and board. You have to fly. I'll get up to Chicago. I love the city. Listen, buy me a meal. I, I'll do it. There you go. What uh, what you got them going this year? Nine and seven. Nine, I got and, seven. nine and seven. Okay. I got them over that. All right. That sounds uh, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. Uh, let me jump into these comments really quick because it is this is a hoot over here. We'll we'll say that. Uh, Matt Miller said Vikings and Ravens are winning these two divisions. Uh, Mark said Purple People Eaters. Uh, DFS Bachelor said I'll take the Steelers over nine. Loser pays for the first lap dance in Vegas, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking um, about. I don't go to strip clubs. And then <laughs> DFS said, this will be my funnest bet of the year, by the way. Um, Matt Miller said, uh, DFS, I think Chris would prefer Magic City and its magical wings. 
I think I'm not a wing guy. Have we talked about that? Yeah, on we, the show? I think we talked about it on the show before. I know we've definitely talked about it in our like group texts. Yeah. Uh, no, you're you're, you're more barbecue. You'd prefer well, just give me a leg. If I'm gonna eat chicken, give me a leg. Give me a I, leg. I get some meat. Uh, DFS said I'm flexible as long as I have a shot to meet my next ex-wife. So, <laughs> that is, uh, listen, Mark said uh, we're all uh, day to day. Let's see. Mariota backing up four. Uh, Joseph Gomez said, how many weeks for Foles to be named the starter? Uh, that'll determine their record. And Matt Zero. Miller said, Ryan Pace is like that uh, hoarding grandma, but with tight ends. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> you got that right. I just want to hit him in the face. I'm not a violent person. I just want to hit him with a chair. And you're I not even a Bears fan. Ass. I, like, just, I just want to I just want to hurt him. I mean, you're, you're not I even a I don't want to hurt fan. him bad. It's I insane. I want to hurt him. I, I like this team. And I think what he's doing to this franchise is... It's criminal. Yes. Let's move into the next one. The Detroit Lions. Went 3-12-1 last year, and they fell apart after they lost Matt Stafford. It was just uh, brutal. Matt Patricia going into his third season. This is kind of a critical year for him. Uh, six and a half is the win total. To go over is minus 160. To go under is plus 130. And I think, basically, that is going to hinge on whether or not Matt Stafford stays healthy this season. All accounts say that he should stay healthy. You know, he got the back problem fixed last year. Sat out for a long time. He healed up. I think he's going to be okay. Uh, to win the division, they are plus 450. They got better odds to win the division at two games less uh, in their win total than the Bears do. So I, I don't understand that kind of math. I don't make odds. I just pick them. That, I, that doesn't make any sense to me. We think they're going to be two games worse. Yeah, they got a better shot at winning the division, though. I mean, they, like, they might. If Matt Stafford stays healthy all season, like that six yeah, and a half you is got, just... Yeah, but you got to take that into effect of the win-loss record, too, then, right? I, I would think so. I would think so. Um, let's dive into some of the numbers here. Offensive yards per play, they were number 18 in the league last year at 5.4. It's kind of impressive. Uh, Mark said, when are you guys coming to Vegas? Hey, man, as soon as they start lifting, like, travel ban crap and whatever else, like, I, I think we can get there right now. it's fun but, to actually go do something. Yeah, when it's actually I, fun I to do it. I can't go and be restricted. It, I don't get enough time off, and, and it costs too much. I want well, to and, go I mean, and let loose. Like, give me a break. They, they're not even letting people into, uh, into the Raiders games right now. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, like, I'm not going until I can go into that stadium. That's one thing. But also, I don't go to Vegas in the summertime either. I, like, October yeah. is the earliest I would go. And I usually, April, the latest I'll go. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it's too it's damn hot. 120 degrees on that asphalt out there is ridiculous. I am fat. Uh, defense, I do that. <laughs> defensive yards per play, number 25 in the league last year, 5.9 yards per play. Uh, turnover margin, number 24. That was not good, right? Driscoll and that bunch uh, didn't, didn't do well. It gave up uh, 0.3 turnovers per game last year. Um, and so. Again, the question is, can Stafford stay healthy? I mean, they looked good with him early last year. Uh, they bring in, uh, I should have written the guys, that DeAndre Swift. They bring in Swift. Uh, on Johnson had issues with staying healthy, of course. So you bring in a guy that you hope can stay healthy. Uh, Swift, pretty good at catching the football out of the backfield. That's, you know, a step in the right direction. They, they got, you know, Galladay. They got, you know, some weapons on that offense. Uh, their question really is is defense. I mean, they need all the help that they can get on defense. Uh, they brought in free agent linebacker Jamie Collins from New uh, New England, and they brought in uh, Desmond Trufant. They need uh, they need Jeff Okuda to be good. I mean, they they bring him in, and I mean they got to have they got to have those guys step up. I mean they they just they, they went out, they got some free agents, they got some draft picks and whatnot, but it it hinges on whether or not this defense is going to be okay. And I ain't sold yet. You know, I want them to be good. 
I want I like Matt Patricia and I like Matt Stafford and I want them to be good. Uh, but I've got them going under that six and a half, man. I got them at six and ten. You know, there there's a lot of hype on this team that oh, this might be the year that they can win the division. They can go from you know last to first and and all that because somebody always does. I mean, I'm just going to have to see it before before I will go putting my money on that. Uh, I'm going to go under the six and a half. I've got six and ten on this. I got them eight and eight. I think they're going to be improved. I don't know that they're going to be great. I think a lot of people are going to lose a lot of first coach fired bets. I do think that this guy is on the hottest of hot seats out of everybody, but uh, I don't think it's going to be him because I think they're going to win too many games. I think this team is good, and I think if Stafford stays healthy, they're going to go eight and eight. I don't think that. I think that's their floor. I think that's where they're going to end up being. Um, they've just brought in too many new weapons. I'm not a big Swift fan. I wish that there's a, a hundred other running backs I would have gotten over him. Oh, agree. But agree. But it, you know, they went the route they wanted to go. Let's see if it works. I I am a huge Kenny Holiday fan. Uh, I I think we are going to see uh, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, the big tight end, kind of take strides into to coming into his own. I, I pick Stafford is my comeback player of the year. Okay. I, I think this guy is going to to win that that award. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to put up big numbers, and I think they're going to be a lot better. That defense is going to be better because they're going to play less defense, and that's the most important factor for being a good defense. Yeah. Now you're you're dead on about that. Um, Mark said it was a hundred in Vegas today. He said uh, he said he lives like five minutes from the new Raiders place, and that it is really cool when it's lit up at night. Um, DFS said first coach fired Adam Gase. So, and we, I, so, ooh, we, <laughs> we can have that conversation whenever you'd like. I actually don't think it's Gase because I think the new GM and Gase are BFF. And so I, I, I got a different one. Uh, DFS said totally off topic, but tell me that Sam Darnold doesn't look like a Lego policeman. <laughs> I can believe that. I can hundred percent believe that. Um, he said, I'm going to miss betting against David Blau. Yeah, no, that's, that's the truth. Well, yeah, that was and just he, free money. And he brought up that, uh, that Detroit lost Slay to Philly, but it's going to be tough on defense. Yeah, they, they lost Slay because they didn't want to pay him. And, and that's why they brought in Okuda and, and Trufant and all that. So that's right. You know, I, I think, um, I think it's going to be tough. Like we, we thought that Patricia was going to bring kind of that new England style hey, here's, Detroit. Here's, here's the problem. No, he did, but he did. He did. This is the issue with these guys. They all come into a new job and they want to try to be Bill instead of be themselves. Yes. I think Brian Flores is doing good, seemingly better than anybody else who's ever left Bill's program before after one year of a team trying to tank. And he was like, nope, I'm winning games. Because he's trying to be himself and not Bill. You yeah. can't be Bill. You're not him. That guy is weird, quirky, savant-like. You can't, you can't be that. And if you try faking that – these NFL dudes see right. They're grown ups. They're adults. Yeah. They can they tell when they're being bullshit, man. That you just can't do that. No, you're uh, you're dead on. You are dead on. All right, let's move into the Green Bay Packers. Matt Lafleur entering in his second season. They went thirteen and three last year. Their win total for this season sits at nine, according to Bet Online. To go over is plus one thirty. To go under is minus 160, and to win the division, they are plus 170. So they're sitting right there, second-best odds. Uh, offensive yards What does that play? tell you, Gary? What does that tell you, Gary? <laughs> this is time it, to drop back it, to the pack. Like It seems like yeah. I wrote these odds, doesn't it? <laughs> it kind of does. Uh, hey, DFS said, fun fact, in ESPN Fantasy League, Kaepernick is being drafted ahead of Sam Darnold. He said, okay, well, done. Okay, all right. That makes <laughs> – that makes. I would take Kaepernick ahead of Sam Darnold. Um. 
I mean, maybe. I, you know, I don't I know. don't think Sam Darnold's going to play football much longer. I, I think and somebody it, will give him a shot, but he, he probably, ain't, he ain't doing well. Uh, Joseph said, learn from Kylo Ren. You can't be Dark Vader. You just can't. Uh, Mark said, how do you guys think this virus stuff will affect the draft next year? Uh, uh, I got no idea what the draft's going to look like next year. We're a I'll long be ways in Cleveland away. for it. But we think it's so long as they oh, have I'm gonna fans. Be in Cle- I'm going to be in Cleveland. Um, yeah, you know, who knows? Who knows? I'm going to be in Cleveland. If the draft is in Cleveland, I'll be in Cleveland. DFS said, cram it in your cram hole, LaFleur. <laughs> uh, dodgeball, man. Absolutely love it. So I, right. I told you about showing my daughter that movie for the first time, right? No, we didn't talk about that. Oh, absolutely loved it. It was. It, this has been a couple months ago. But, uh, yeah, she had never seen she's it, never right heard of it. For it. That's good. Yeah, she's uh, just turned 15 a couple weeks ago. It's perfect age, perfect age. All right, um, number 16 in offensive yards per play last year. That was not good. Um, and this will surprise you, I think. Number 22 in defensive yards per play. They gave up 5.7 yards per play on defense. Yeah, the like, defense was supposed to be amazing. They just didn't give a lot of points. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty insane. Uh, turnover margin, they were number seven, so that obviously helped them out. Uh, they gained half of a turnover every game. They brought in free agent wide receiver Devin Funches, and then he opted out. And that was the only weapon that they brought in, the only wide receiver that they brought in. Um, so, you know, is what it is. They did not address wide receivers really at all. And, and that's, you know, drafting Jordan Love in the first round, I guess, is, is okay if, if that's who you are sold on being the future of the franchise. But... Mm, DFS said worst thirteen and three team since uh, Steve Bono's Chiefs. Yeah, so I so, think so. I, I don't I don't get into the analytics the way you do, but I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of other smart guys um, that 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 dive into the analytics. <clears throat> I know this. I listened to a bunch of guys from Pro Football Focus not too long ago, and they were talking about this number. This team went thirteen and three. Their over-under is nine, and they are begging people to go over. They do not want anybody betting under because they are certain it's going to go under. And they said all the reasons from last year. This is the same team from last year as of this year, okay? They didn't lose a lot of people. They didn't bring anybody. Well, I mean, they, so they, they didn't replace uh, Brian, uh, let's see, Balaga on defense. Um, the schedule gets obviously harder. They brought in A.J. Dillon as a running back. They – they lost some dudes on uh, – not a bunch on defense, but for the most part, yeah, same team. Same team. So, You're right. So, how did they win 13 games last year? Schedule. And this year they think they're going to win eight, whatever, yeah. or less. And and the only answer they could come up with was every statistical category was just dumbass luck. I mean, Aaron yeah. Rodgers was living with a horseshoe firmly supplanted inside his rectum. The entire year. Yes. And that's it. That's it. If you look at it on paper, everybody says this team is not great. They're okay. They maybe are average. That is it. They, there's no chance in hell they're going 13 again. That tells me I don't think they believe they can win. What are the odds on them to win the division? Uh, plus 170, so second so best odds. Yeah. So they're not paying you very well to win the division. I don't, I don't think. I'm following Vegas here. I don't think this team is good. I watched them play last year. I and we said this week in and week out. I have no idea how this team is good. Like I watched them. Yeah. I saw they won the game. I, I don't think they're good. And I thought I was crazy. 
I thought there was something wrong with me. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't hate Green Bay. I've never hated Green Bay. I used to love them when Favre was there. I, <laughs> we went through this a couple of weeks ago, if you've been a part of the show. I am very much of the world when there are two rivals, you love one and you hate the other. Okay. Yeah. I, I chose Favre many a year ago, and I have not changed my choice on Brett Favre over Aaron Rodgers. All right? So that, that hate will be there forever. That's just what I don't know why I, I drink Coke and I don't drink Pepsi. And that's, I, I can't explain it, but that's it. I made my choice and we're done. The conversation's over. Here's the issue. I, I can't see this team being very good. I don't think Brian LaFleur is good. As Matt, Matt LaFleur. Matt yeah. LaFleur, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's all I the same. I don't know right? his name because it doesn't matter because I don't think he's going to be there much longer. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a world in which Roger, hang on. I said this a couple of years ago when Lamar Jackson got drafted, and I'm going to say it again here. I think somewhere in the middle of this season, Aaron Rodgers is going to come up with some injury, and he is going to step back and get healthy, and we are going to see Jordan Love. And you then think I think so. we don't see him again for the Packers. Okay. Uh, Gomez jumps in. Now, he, said, uh, he said Aaron Rodgers can win you three more games by himself. Hope for early snow if you're a Green Bay fan. Sure, sure he can. I'll take that action as well. Uh, I'm going under. I, I've got him eight and eight. So, oh, okay. I got him seven and nine. I thought this would be the one we'd be the farthest part on. Yeah, man. I I don't think anybody in this division is great. Like I, I think this is this is. I the, do. I think the Vikings now. When, my Vikings record isn't thirteen and three. Ravens great, but I think the Vikings are going to be a very very good football team. Well, well, we'll go ahead and dive into them here momentarily. Uh, Mark jumps in. Uh, he said uh, UNLV is going to play in the Raiders' place. Might have fans in there before the Raiders. That's uh, that's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy to think about. Uh, that's kind of a little disappointing. I don't. I, if I was the Raiders, I'd almost lock that place off. That, I, I think so. Open, you spent two billion dollars on the stadium. I know you want to get some money going through it, but I want I want my team to be the first one to run through that. Yeah, I agree. Um, he said, uh, he said Notre Dame announcement that only 20% fans for the games. Look, that's a, that's a way different look than what it was last week when everybody was talking about Notre Dame might not play. So I will take any fans I can get in any of these stadiums. Uh, Mark also said, I heard Aaron's nuts were removed by Danica. Um, Damien said Packers going in the basement with the Lions and DFS said exactly that Viking secondary, very young. Um, so here's, here's the thing. Let's go ahead and dive into Minnesota here. Write my time down again. The Minnesota Vikings, 10-6 and six last year. Pretty good. Pretty good. Mike Zimmer in his seventh season here. Uh, they lose Stefanski, obviously. That's uh, kind of an uh, issue, but I, I believe Kubiak still going to be around, still doing his thing. Offensive yards per play, they were number 13 last year, 5.7 yards per play. Defense gave up 5.2 yards per play. That was number 10 in the NFL. Turnover margin, even better. Top three in the NFL. They were number three. They gained .7 turnovers per game. And look, after Thielen, you got to hope that Jefferson steps up because, uh, you know, aside from Thielen and and Dalvin Cook and I guess like Irv Smith and uh, and Kyle and, and everybody else, uh, you know, the tight ends and whatnot, it, you, you got to have – you don't have a ton of proven weapons, right? So you need somebody to step up yeah, in that Yeah, but nobody spot. knew who Thielen was before Thielen became Thielen, and nobody knew who Diggs was before Diggs became Diggs, okay? Agree, but don't forget, Thielen is coming off of an injury, and that's that's where you've got okay. kind of an issue. So you, I'm just you, saying those guys that you don't know their name today, by week six you'll know their name. Yeah, yeah, we, we should. We hope. We hope, right? Um, and hopefully we know them for the right reasons. 
That's that's the biggest well, yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. So um, their only major free agent money was spent on Michael Pierce, defensive lineman, uh, who came over and then opted out for COVID reasons. Um, you know, uh, let's see. DFS Bachelor said Bissy Johnson is running as a wide receiver two in camp. Uh, Vikes go three wide, less than any team in the league. Yeah, Jefferson yeah. isn't even isn't even top three right now. That's right. So that's that's kind of a deal. You you hope that he can uh, step up. You know. Make some make some moves in that department, but we'll see. They uh they lost a lot on that defense. Xavier Rhodes, Mackenzie Alexander, uh, Everson Griffin, etc. I mean, there were a bunch of them that they lost, right? And that's kind of a problem. But if I'm going to trust anybody with a defense, it's going to be Mike Zimmer. Like yeah, I, I trust right. him with a defense. And they went I, out and got guys to replace those guys. Yeah, no, they absolutely did. Their win total is set at nine. Uh, over is minus one hundred five. Under is minus one twenty five. And to win the division, they are plus 160. And look, like I said, I I don't think anybody in this – I think – you know how the NFC East has just been kind of eh, you know, for the past however many years? Like nobody mm-hmm. ever really gets over nine wins, ten wins, whatever. I, I think that's what this division is right now. I think they're going to eat each other alive. I like the Vikings to win the division. I've got them at nine and seven winning this division. And I, I, I still think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I got them one game above that, ten and six. Like I said, I think they're going to win it. I think they're going to be pretty good. Listen, I think this division, this defense is going to be pretty good. Okay, they're the only defense that I know of that has two elite, two really good players at all three phases of the defense. All right, you talk about cornerbacks and DBs being young. Okay, listen, that's all the league is made up of of young DBs. All right, if you're an old DB, you're not any good anymore. Okay, these yeah. wide receivers are dusting your ass, and guys are coming in every year as rookies or second-year guys and taking over the spots, and they're taking over the jobs. I don't want somebody who's been in the league, uh, you know, unless it's Stephon Gilmore, that 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 <laughs> is going to be my cornerback. All right, I just don't. If you've been in the league four or five years, I don't need you. Okay, I need somebody young and fast and, and able to play, and and so that's that's just where I I put this defense. I think. Gary Kubiak is going to run the football. Run the, this offense is going to go through Dalvin Cook and that offensive line. They are going to let uh, – um, holy cow. The quarterback of this football team – Oh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was one of those – I went to a different like space before. Um, Kirk Cousins is going to be fine. You know why the turnover ratio was good? Because he just doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Okay, That's a good point. He, he, he now he does, he's also not making a lot of big plays. Okay? Well, it's a DFS jumped in on the chat. He said uh, no quarterback comes up smaller in big games than Kirk Cousins. Yes. Now no, he did he have is, the massive playoff game, right? You, you got the the touchdown pass very end of the game in New Orleans, but other than that, I mean, no, he typically does not come up. He big. usually do, historically he has not come up big in in those games, um, it, but that's okay. I don't think this team is built on the quarterback being all things to all people, everybody. And I think that's a good thing. I think Zimmerman knows finding a quarterback is really, really hard. I just need one that won't lose his games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. That is going to wrap up our NFC North preview. Uh, Obviously, you can go back, download the podcast, get the AFC North preview as well. We will be going through two divisions a day. Uh, Tomorrow, we are handling our SBR duties. You can find us at 5.30 p.m. Central Time over at SBR's YouTube page, that is Sportsbook Review, SBR Picks, uh, whatever you want to do, go over to sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF to find that. 
Uh, we appreciate DFS Bachelor coming in and, uh, and joining in the chat there. He jumped in a lot of information for us. Uh, Damien said Vikings are winning the division. Unfortunately, Bears will be getting into the wild card. Hey, you got a lot of faith in the Bears, man. I'm with you. Uh, DFS said the safeties are great in Minnesota. Uh, great point. And he said this feels like 9-7 and seven wins this division. Yeah, 100% because I think they're going to eat each other alive. Uh, go over to winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. are over there. You can subscribe to the podcast and leave a nice five-star written review over at Apple Podcast, Or you can just get it on whatever podcast app you like. Whichever one you want, we are on there. Go and check it out. Do us a favor, sign up, download all that good stuff. Stick with us for the entire season. All of our NFL coverage, NBA, Major League Baseball, all the other sports, we will be right here. Our college football coverage will be over at sportsbookreview.com. You can find us at sbrpicks.com slash NCAAF. With that, uh, Chris, I think we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Is there anything we need to hit? Nope, that's it, brother. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you, everyone, that jumped into the chat and helped drive the show today. We appreciate you guys helping shape the narrative of what we are talking about. The conversations are fantastic. With that said, we are going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we will see you again tomorrow. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.